First, let's focus on the law or those who work within the legal system. BC's Attorney General is questioning the training given the province's judges in a sexual predator case following a controversial uh, sentence handed to a West Vancouver man who spied on a woman using a camera hidden inside an electric toothbrush charger. Now, the convicted voyeur voyeur hid a camera in the toothbrush charger and recorded photos and videos of an international student nude or partially dressed in a bathroom on nine separate occasions. Now, in detailing mental health and um, pre-sentence reports during sentencing, the Crown prosecutor told the court that the offence occurred during a, a period of the man's life where there were some sexual intimacy issues between him and his wife, and for some reason he felt capturing images and satisfying those urges would be hurting uh, would, wouldn't be hurting anyone as long as the individual didn't know. Uh, now, in sentencing the 43-year-old individual, North Vancouver Provincial Court Judge Joseph Galati acknowledged, quote, a marital intimacy deficit contributed to the offending uh, target, uh, sorry, offending conduct. Joining me now to talk a little bit about um, the broader issue of the court and sensitivity is Nikki Sharma, BC's Attorney General Minister. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. So first of all, generally, Attorney Generals don't comment on specific cases. Why was this one uh, a particularly um, an egregious issue for you that you felt you needed to comment publicly? Um, well, you know, I have to say it's about one case, but also it's about uh, a bigger thing. And and I think we know that a lot of people that experience sexual violence or sexual assault do not come forward to the justice system to deal with that, um, what is a crime. And I think we have a bigger systemic issue. And I just want to say that myself as Attorney General, I own part of that and we need to do better. But so does every part of the justice system that we need to make sure that people that experience sexualized violence feel um, feel like coming forward, right, to get some form of justice or at least a fair hearing process when that when they come forward, and I think that's part of the responsibility we all have in our system. Now, Judge Joseph Galati acknowledged uh, what I what uh, we were talking about earlier, which is a marital intimacy deficit contributed to the offending conduct. That's obviously based on information uh, received during pre-sentencing from a report uh, from Crown Prosecutor Ariana Ward. The judge is going by information that is presented to him in this case. Do you think the judge erred here? Is it or is it, is it a case of of just the overall system that we're talking about? Uh, yeah, it's, it's hard for me to comment on the details of what happened in that court process with the decision. But what I can say, just generally speaking, is when people come forward with sexualized violence, we have to understand, we all actors have to understand a trauma-informed uh, approach to what that person's experiencing and and remove the, the kind of preconceptions or wrongful um ideas of what excuses could be at play to what is an excuse for sexual predation, right? Nothing. And and I think that that's a very serious conversation to have in our justice system, but just generally speaking, right, is how we look at and the society view um, view the victim in this scenario and the perpetrator. Mm-hmm. Now, there was a letter published by the BC branch of the Canadian Bar Association that uh, uh, basically said uh, that uh, your comments risk undermining the public's confidence in the criminal justice system. What do you say to that that comment? Yeah, you know, I, I as Attorney General, um, I, I know clearly that we have a strong justice and we have a strong independent judiciary. We have a lot of very professional, great actors in our system. But I don't think that stops us from helping us 
do better or figure out where we need to do better and make those changes. Um, I think it's always important for systems that are there, especially very fundamental systems in a democracy like our justice system, to be self-reflective, to understand how we can evolve and change. And I think that's just part of the work that all like independent actors in the system need to constantly do. And, you know, I know there's a lot of committed leaders in that system that are constantly doing it, but just having a conversation or, or provoking how we need to make things better is, I think, part of all of our work, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but one would argue you are also uh, the Attorney General. There is weight to that particular office, uh, and your comments cast doubt on the judge's decision in this particular case. Um, do you see, do you believe you should, if you were to do it over again, that perhaps you would have had that conversation privately, or at least um, maybe educate the public on how some of these decisions are made? Because at the end of the day, having co- covered courts for many years myself, these are complex uh, issues. There's never bla- it's simple and black and white. Uh, these reports are lengthy. They are complex personal issues, family issues, at uh, times, uh, you know, sexual issues, all of those things, all those issues go into making a decision for these judges. Do you think if you were to do it over again, perhaps not commenting it about publicly, but working within the system would have been better rather than to say that the entire system needs work? Uh, well, you know, I accept that we need to have, and it's very important, and I see that as a strong independent judiciary that is you know, free from political influence. But I also accept my own responsibility as attorney general to make sure that, you know, the part of it that is my responsibility in terms of how we handle um, sexualized violence in our justice system is work that I need to do to understand my piece of it. And I think every part of the justice system needs to reflect on this. The, The reality is, is that we know that a majority of people that experience sexualized violence do not come forward, whether it's through police or through, um, you know, any kind of form of our, our entry points into the justice system. And to me, that's a problem. And I own my part of that mm-hmm. as Attorney General to make that better. And I think we all need to. But you do acknowledge you perhaps could have handled this particular file a little bit better? Um, no, I, di- I didn't say that. I think I think it's a conversation that we need to have in general when it comes to uh, how we understand mm-hmm. um, sexualized violence and how it shows up in the justice system. Now, and later on in this program, we are going to speak to the folks over at the Battered Women's Support Services uh, here um, in Vancouver. Uh, what would you like to see change specifically? Are, are, are there uh, you know more money needed for more programs? Uh, all those are available still, and there are uh, courses and uh, for judges and for those who work in the legal system already, what would you change beyond that that you think would hopefully reduce what you believe in this case uh, speaks to a certain insensitivity? Uh, Yeah, I think that's a really important question. How all actors in the justice system understand a trauma-informed approach to uh, people that are coming forward with sexualized violence, I think is an important conversation. I think it's important to think about how our systems and how the processes of how we support victims through court services, through how we support victims that are coming forward through police and building up those safe supports and policies, certainly work that we're working on as a government and I hope to have more to talk about um, in the future. And and I think that's probably every part of a lot of the, the things about how society even thinks about these things that are as part of the dialogue that we all need to have. It, it, it's, to me, a problem that um, something that is, is a crime that a lot of people face, particularly women, um, is not, uh, you know, the, the, the amount of times it comes forward to a result 
um, where people even want to come forward with it is so small. I think that's a problem for society that we all need to work on. Minister, as always, really appreciate your time. Have yourself a wonderful weekend. Yeah, thanks a lot. I appreciate you, uh, you having me on, and you too. Have a great weekend.